This program has been pre-recorded for airing at this time. Please hold all phone calls. Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Hosted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you're local and like to join in on our discussion, have a praise report, a prayer request, or a simple comment, we'd love to hear from you. That number would be 702-650-5588. Again, 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, We have a toll-free number for you to join in with us today. That is 800-366-8883. Again, 800-366-8883. We are being streamed live from KKVV's website, and their web address is www.kkvv.com. Hello and God bless. I just wave to you. We're also being streamed live from Save the Lost at All Costs' website, and our web address is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, we archive them up at our website. Again, www.savethelostlv.org. Look for our weekly archives. Select the date you'd like to listen to. Uh, We've been doing it for a while. There's several hundreds you can choose from at this time. Uh, Get blessed and tell someone about it. The gospel is always free on our watch. Also, if you have an Apple device, we are archived for free on iTunes. If you have a cell phone, and most of us do... Uh, You can listen to KKVV anytime. The AM dial is 1060 AM. The FM dial is 100.1 FM. You can listen right now via your cell phone. The phone number is 605-313-0630. I'm going to give it to you again and really encourage you to lock that number in your cell phone under your contacts. Again, 605-313-0630. It only works in the United States. And please share it with someone. So we're going to get into uh, our topic today. But first, I'd like to um, thank uh, Pastor Herb and April Atkins. They are over the World Fellowship Ministries, and it's located on Foremaster downtown. So they are actually ministering in the Corridor of Hope. And I was there uh, uh, Saturday, which was yesterday, and they had their first anniversary from being down in the Corridor of Hope and ministering to uh, the people uh, who are there who are very much in need um, it would be the homeless population. And homeless just means that, um, you know, you're in transition. You uh, may not have a stationary uh, home, and you could be transitioning, you know, within the most recent, within the uh, six months or so. So it's not always what people appear 
what they think it is, uh, you need to go down there and check it out. So I really encourage you to uh, you know celebrate the work that they're doing. Uh, they're on Foremaster. They're right across from Catholic Charities, and they're there every uh, Saturday at 9 a.m., and it's the World Fellowship Ministries. Uh, tell them Sister Nina sent you. So I love them. I appreciate them. I celebrate the work that they're doing, and they're committed to bringing the Word of God to everyone in that area. So to God be the glory. And they can use some help, too. So you want something to do? Believe me. It's plenty to do. So um, what we're going to be talking about today is preachers and kings. Preachers and kings. That's our topic uh, for today. So I am going to go to uh, the book of Revelation. And I started to talk about this when I was with uh, Pastor Herb and Pastor April uh, yesterday. Uh, I was on program to talk about the present. So this has been on my mind. The Lord gave this to me. And I want to uh, continue uh, with this. So I am in the book of Revelation. I am in chapter 19. And I want to look at uh, verse 11. And there's some other verses that I will be looking at too. But we're going to start off with uh, Revelation chapter 19. Looking at verse 11. I'm in the New King James Version. And the Word of God says this. Now I saw heaven opened. And behold a white horse. And he who sat on him was called faithful and true. And in righteousness he judges and makes war. Verse 12. His eyes were like a flame of fire. And on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. 13. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood. And his name is called the Word of God. 14. And the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. 15. Now out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, that with it he should strike the nations. And he himself will rule them with a rod of iron. He himself treads the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. 16. And he has on his robe and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So I read again from Revelation 19 verses 11 through verse 16. So again, we're talking about preachers and kings. When our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ came to this earth, there were a class of people that he spoke mainly to. He spoke mainly to the ministry and he spoke mainly to the kings. So a preacher's responsibility is to preach and teach the word of God. A king's responsibility would be to administer the word of God. If you were listening very carefully to Revelation chapter 19 verses 11 through 16. Jesus our Lord and Savior. He is the Lord of Lord. He is the King of Kings. He is coming to administrate the word of God. It will not be any time left 
for preaching and teaching. He will come to fulfill the prophecy. He will come back and he will straight render what the word of God has instructed that must be done. He's coming back as a king, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. They say he wore many crowns. Preachers, hear Sister Nina and hear her well. We have a duty and an obligation set forth and mandated by the Word of God to preach and teach the Word of God. But see, there's something more that must be done. You must emulate. They must see the Word of God come alive in you. You have something that is known as character, conduct, attitudes, and values. See, when you look at teaching Uh, People can teach science. Let's just say they can teach geology, uh, geography, biology. Then you have the social sciences, you know, history, uh, civics, current events, urban studies. Uh, You may have African-American studies. You may have uh, Asian studies. You may have Latino studies different ethnicities. Then you have grammar, you have math, uh, you have psychology, sociology. You don't have to believe or agree with any of those things to teach them. You have to be proficient in the subject matter. You have to be able to pass a background check. You need to have your license current. But there's no agreement that you have to agree with the subject matter. It can just be taught. And there has to be where you are presenting the course and you have to test the student's knowledge to make sure that what it is that you are teaching in that course, that it is being retained, it can be tested, and there's some proficiency so that they continue continue to go on uh, to the next level of study. But there's no uh, necessarily agreement or belief that's required. But when it comes down to preaching and teaching the Word of God, you're talking about moral law. That is the highest thing that you can teach. It requires something of you to be able to teach that with the authenticity and the veracity of the Word of God. The word of God is true. It is faithful. It is righteous. There's not any deviation in it at all. There's no hypocrisy, if you will. It's ancient. It's the past. It's the present. It's the future. It is what kingdom is. And one of Our Lord and Savior's names is Rabbi. Rabbi means to teach. And they called him the good rabbi. See, Jesus not only was the good rabbi, he was the high priest. He was the Savior to the whole world, not to just those who followed. To mankind, to all humanity, the Lord and Savior to the whole world, the good teacher 
the high priest. And those who do the work of the kingdom of God, we have to have that type of moral standard because it has been set by our king of kings, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. And kings, leaders, globally and nationally, have a responsibility to administer that that is moral, that that has value, that that has character, that that speaks to conduct and proper attitudes. They have a duty to administer that. And the thing is, is that we're in a season called right now. And if we want change, we need to be the change that we want to see. And we should not wait on people for us to do the right thing. Once you come into agreement and you say that you are a believer... In the Lord Jesus Christ. Then you have the word of God. To live by. From Genesis to Revelation. But I think sometimes. We don't look to Revelation that much. Because we look at it as. Uh, an end time. We, we have some fear. We have some trepidation about it. There should be no fear. Why should we fear that that is all faithful, that is that's all true, that is all that's righteousness? Why do we have to fear that? We ought to be relieved. We ought to be excited about that. We ought to be able to say, I know what I'm going to get. I don't have any concern about the character, the attitude, the conduct, and the value that my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, personifies he does the will of his father almighty God the creator of all that we can know can imagine of all creation heaven and earth he does the will of El Shaddai God Almighty. We have the Holy Spirit that is our helper and our comforter and resides in us to fulfill the prophecy of regeneration. We cannot be of our old selves and of our own old mindset. When we come into a right relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, old things have passed away. See, it's the renewing of our mind. Preachers, what is it that you're preaching? It should be evidence of a true conversion. And if the conversion is questioned, then we need to go back into the preacher and say, what is it that you're teaching? 
because there should be a hunger and a thirst for the word of God. It should not be where they have so many questions and quarrels and fights and factions and divisions. Make sure that you're clear in your mind that our Lord and Savior is coming back. But he's not coming back to preach or to teach. He's coming back to administer. He's coming back to fulfill the prophecy. It's too late when he comes back. We must be purposeful in our approach we must be passionate we must be resilient we must be laser beam focused on what it is that we are partaking in because it's unto death you know most teachers they can retire Matter of fact, they look forward to retiring, and they've worked hard, and I don't begrudge them for that. But when you become a servant of the Most High God, there is no retirement. You're going from height to height. There is progressive sanctification. Your zeal becomes insatiable. There's no satisfaction in laying down. There's no satisfaction in quitting. There's no satisfaction in being tired. The only satisfaction is saving the lost at all costs. Telling everyone about who our Lord and Savior is. Letting them know what they have going for them. Because everyone is going to leave this realm. Everyone dies. And with that said, where are you going once you leave here? That has to be addressed. That has to be instructed. People need to be clear that there is a place after earth. Because we became living souls because God Almighty breathed into us. And we became alive. So there's a place for souls. There's a place with him, which would be heaven. And there's another place for souls, which is hell. For those who do not believe. It's a choice, men and women of God. And people will make that choice for themselves but those of us who do the work we need to make sure that we are not confusing those who seek to know about the Lord that we are modeling Christ that there's no hypocrisy on us and that yes we're 100% human but there has to be accountability We have a responsibility to be truth tellers and to get our home and our house and ourselves 
in order. It's very difficult when people see the hypocrisy on those who say they are representing the Lord Jesus Christ and their lives do not line up with the word of God. And the Holy Spirit is here to help us and to guide us. And prayer does work. But prayer has a standard. It has to be righteous prayer. God does not receive unrighteous prayer. It's the righteous prayer. And the continuous righteous prayer. That causes things to move as they should. And be in alignment with God's will. Now you can imagine what a home would look like with no value. Everybody does what they want to. A lot of attitudes. No one is respecting the spiritual authority that God has set up. Fathers and sons are in competition. Mothers and daughters are in competition. There's no respect. It's surviving. By any means necessary. And a house divided cannot stand. Because you have to ask yourself, when you have a house like that, By whose authority is that house being set up? And who sent them to set a house up that is built on chaos? Everything that pertains to the Godhead, which would be God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, is decent and in order. It operates in excellence. And there's always fruit producing more fruit. It's eternal. It is without end. You can take it and plant it anywhere. And it will yield a harvest. Kingdom. It's always about faithful truth, righteousness without end, progressive sanctification, holiness. The Most High God at all creation, heaven and earth, 
Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. The Holy Spirit. The Word of God. Resurrection. Redemption. Forgiveness. Repentance. Without sin. That's kingdom. It always has a moral component. It always cares for those who are cast out. There will always be provisions for the orphan, for the widow, for the sick, for the brokenhearted, for the prisoner, for the poor, for the homeless. Because the other way will be full of chaos, dictators, revolts, anarchy. No safety, no shelter. Nothing divine. all about the have and the have nots. And othering people. Casting them out and aside. And definitely making it very hostile for those that do the work of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're talking about preachers and kings today. So let's go over to the book of John. And we are going to go to probably the verse that people are most familiar with. And John. And I, again, I'm in the New King James Version. And John 3.16 says this. Well, let's go to John 3.17 So 3.16, the Word of God says this. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. 17. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. And let's go over to John chapter 14.
And we are going to look at verse 6. And we're also going to look at verse 7. And the word of God says this, verse 6. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Verse 7. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Preachers. It's important that we understand that when we look at the Word of God, and we look at the kings that have been mentioned, and we look at those who were charged with doing God's work, And the prophets who did not speak unless God told them to speak. I think you will agree with me. It's in my opinion that the word of God really favors those that do his work. It really is instructive instructing us and very insightful as to the duties and the responsibilities that we have to carry the message and to make sure that it's understood because sometimes Kings or those that are in high places and power don't consult those who do the work of God on a regular basis. There may be a disconnect because those in leadership move away from the moral responsibility that is required to be a leader. There's a lot of I should not be questioned. I will not be removed from my position. And it reminds me of King Saul. He was the first of the kings of Israel. And there was a prophet and a priest in place by the name of Samuel. And Samuel was the last of his kind. Because going forward, 
with Saul being the first. There were kings. Because the people wanted to be like their far eastern neighbors. They they wanted kings. They wanted might. They wanted a military prowess. When it was the word of God and the prophet and the priests that ministered to their needs that were available to them that related to them that walked among them that lived with them they knew them intimately and they knew their families and a lot of times prayed with them and heard their prayers and stood with them in sickness and helped them to make sure that they were adhering to the word of God helped with their restoration should they find themselves in a spiritual battle or dilemma it's important to have that intimacy to be able to go to the man or woman of God that God has placed in your midst to be a blessing to you to be a beacon of light and hope and faith to be able to mourn with you when you mourn to celebrate when you celebrate to stand with you when it's hard to stand and to pray with you when you need someone to pray because probably the most powerful position there is is on your knees because it's the heaven above that's covering you and hearing your concerns and dispatching the angels and that that is available in the kingdom to sustain you to comfort you to help you and definitely be a blessed assurance that if what you ask is in God's will you will have it But getting back to Saul, Saul was a king that did not have God's mercy. How can you be a king without God's mercy? Mercy that endures forever. And Samuel had to tell him. kingdom has been ripped from you. Can you imagine men and women of God that they are kings they are people in high places leaders 
that have fallen so bad spiritually have become so separated from God's word and the kingdom of God that they too like Saul have had the kingdom that they're supposed to be administering to ripped from them There are a lot of things that are happening locally, nationally, globally that give us great pause and give us great concern. Do not despair. The Lord of Lord and the King of Kings is still the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings, and He's still on the throne. We have a great responsibility, men and women of God, to begin the teaching and the preaching in our homes, to get back to the standard of holiness, to present the right character to conduct ourselves as men and women of God to have godly attitudes and have the values of the kingdom because then you would have the entire kingdom of God Supporting you. All the heavenly hosts. Would be there too. All the armies. That represent the kingdom of God. They would be there too. The angels. They would be there too. It's not too late for us to seek God's face, to come into confession with God. And the confession would be is that we agree with God and His Word, that His standard is the standard that we're going to live by, that we are in agreement. And then it's important to seek forgiveness for that that we know has caused us to be out of line. And that we need to properly align ourselves. And we also need to forgive others for what they've done. And operate in repentance and turn from that thing that caused us to be misaligned with the kingdom of God, with the word of God, with God our Father in heaven, 
our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And that caused us not to be in proper communication with the Holy Spirit because we are being talked to daily by that that is divine. But if our desire is not to operate in that, then we are busy muting the Holy Spirit who was sent to be our comforter and our helper. The Holy Spirit will not be in opposition to the kingdom of God. The Holy Spirit will not be in opposition to Almighty God. The Holy Spirit will not be in opposition to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We make a decision on how we live. And our actions indicate our desires. And if we operated from something that was not of God, then we need to recognize it, humble ourselves, address it, get back up, and get in line. But the gift of repentance is available when we come into confession and admit that we have not been operating as God has instructed us to. It's not an argument. It's not a debate. It's real humility. It's real conviction. And with that, there should be change. And old things have passed away. There needs to be evidence of that. Do not let pride cause you to challenge and to be in rebellion against the word of God. It's obedience that is the greater, not sacrifice, obedience. It takes effort. It takes discipleship. It takes laser beam focus. It takes a heart for the things of God. To be able to perfect that that we're teaching and preaching. Some people comprehension as far as the written word could be challenging until they are brought up to a standard where they can comprehend the word but they see you
And how you present in public is how you should present in private. There should be no difference. Our Lord and Savior is our Lord and Savior. He loved all the time. He cared all the time. He taught all the time. He was humble all the time. One of his names is the Word of God. He personified that. He was the living Word. No contradiction. His life has given us life. That's amazing. His life has given us life. And when we read about him and we hear him speaking to us, we're not the same. His name, his very name, has all power, not some power. It causes those to bow and to confess that Jesus is Lord. It says all will do that. Not some, but all will do that. Imagine that. That's how true he is. That's how righteous he is. And we have to embody that. That is something that we need to purpose in our hearts and our minds and work at every day. He's given us the tools. He's given us the entire word of God to show us how to do it. It comes a time when we must do it. Medicine come with a prescription. And sometimes the medication works and sometimes it doesn't. And sometimes it gets to the point where it's done all that it can do. The word of God is not limited. We can get dose after dose after dose after dose. And we can share it with others. This is the prescription you can share with others. This word of God. You can share it with others. And it will not be a problem. We need to be persistent. We need to be visible. We need to be accessible. In our own homes. It starts in our own homes. Because if love is persistent and consistent in its own in your own homes, there's no room for hate. Whoever shows up the most, who's ever more persistent, that is who is going to prevail. Uh 
unconditional love should be prevailing in our homes. Unconditional love should be prevailing in our relationships. And it shouldn't just be limited to our home. Unconditional love is portable, men and women of God. You can take it with you anywhere. It's intentional. Take it with you. All the time. It's a wonderful meal. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is the bread of life. Full of unconditional love and mercy and grace. And power and authority. He is the true administrator. And we have a great responsibility to spread the word of God, the precepts, the commands, the blessings, and also the penalties they are associated with unholiness, unrighteousness, lies and deceit. Those who are workers of iniquity, that evil exists. That Satan is the father of all lies. And that he has an agenda. And he's fallen. And they are demons. And spirits. That he has at his disposal. But his kingdom is a fallen kingdom. And we must stand for holiness and righteousness and we must teach that and exemplify that and have a heart for the people in whatever condition that they're in because I was reminded yesterday that Jesus was homeless and when he started his ministry his public ministry that he didn't have a place to lay his head but it didn't stop him he was on the highways and the byways he made sure everyone knew what he represented and what he was offering and what he was bringing and that it was eternal That it was forever and ever. And they didn't have to fear death. We have a great responsibility, men and women of God. We have a lot of work to do. And it's a great time to do it. And we should not be 
dismayed, discouraged, overwrought. No, we're just beginning to run our race. We should mount up like eagles because we have the true and living word. Without any hypocrisy. And we are unstoppable. Grasp it. Be encouraged. Be exhilarated. And watch your people grow. And watch them birth others in the spirit. Of the true and living God. Now is your time. Now is your season. Today. Is the best day. Of the rest of your life. We love you. And God bless you. And save the lost at all costs. It is our humble prayer that the Most High God of all creation and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit filled, live called in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 100.1 FM. Also, you can listen to KKVV Christian Talk Radio anytime via your cell phone. Please dial 605-313-0630. Again, that number is 605-313-0630. That number only works in the United States. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website www.savethelostlv.org If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 3358-52, North Las Vegas, 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 3358-52, North Las Vegas, 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.